My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's uh, episode 16 of uh, Walker Retail Ranger. It is Sunday, March 20th, 2022. How are you, Liz? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I just want to uh, bring up first and foremost what today is. And you don't know this is coming. Oh, talk to me. All right. Today, March 20th, is also known as Alien Abduction Day. Wow. Yes, I swear. Um, Atheist Pride Day. Boo. Uh, Bibliomania, Bibliomania Day, which people get hyped about libraries. All right. Uh, Buzzard Day. Happy Buzzard Day to you. Like SN Vultures? Yeah, they like buzzards. Because, you know, buzzards matter. Well, they do. They do. I mean, they do. They pick up all the dead crap on the side of the road, yep. right? They take care of that. <laughs> uh, I love this one. Crawfish Cravers Awareness Day. Awareness? You need to be aware of people that crave crawfish, Liz. Where's your sensitivity? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, French language day. Uh-huh. Was that, that was probably disrespectful to France. All right, moving on. Great American Neat Out Day, which I'm not going to click on that. I'm assuming that means you don't eat meat today. Not going to happen. Oh, we're, yeah, we're definitely eating meat. Um, and you'll like this, Harry Potter, right? Uh, it, it is, well, hold on. Oh. It's Hufflepuff Pride Day. All right. All right, so respect. Um, International Astrology Day. I didn't realize today was such a big day. It's huge. Uh, International Day of Happiness. Aw. International Day of Nowruz, which is also known as Iranian New Year and Persian New Year. Uh, I, I think that's it. Wait, nope. National Bach Beer Day. National Jump Out Day. Kiss Your Fiance Day. Ravioli Day. Oh, my. All right, I'm done. Oh, I'm right done. Then. Anyway, so. Uh, Who decides this stuff? I don't know. We got to create a day. <laughs> I'm tired. We got to get on day. the map. Uh, be aware of my tiredness day. <laughs> uh, retail. Ra- you know what? Next Sunday is the 27th. We're going to call that. Retail Ranger Awareness Day. Oh, okay. I want everybody to be aware okay. of retail rangers out there. Just be aware of them. Don't, don't celebrate it. Just be aware. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, your your cool meal of the week last week was uh, homemade pizza. Yes. And I know you made you made one a couple weeks ago. But yeah. that, that was your first. And I then, was like, eh. But this one, you absolutely nailed it. But I know you're a little nervous about talking about it because you don't know all the deets. And well, don't... no, it's oh. just. What are you nervous about? Talk. Well, I feel better about working with yeast. Okay, good. So yeah. I didn't use the rapid rise. I used just the regular yeast. What's the difference in those two? Do you know? Well, the rapid rise, it rises more rapidly. Mm. But to me, when I used it before, it just didn't seem as strong. Okay. But boy, this stuff had like 
a mind of its own. It just kept getting bigger and bigger. I, I felt like Lucy on that episode where the bread got okay. gigantic inside of the oven. The crust was big. It, it kept getting bigger. It was I amazing. I mean, because I was thinking, this is not going to be enough crust for That filled us pizzas. up. Oh, it was, and, it and was being, good. And being completely transparent, it, uh, it absorbed my golden beverage. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't eat as much, I'll just say. Um, so maybe we should mark whatever day that was as Rapid Rise Yeast Awareness no, Day. We're not. I didn't use Rapid Rise. Oh, oh, you didn't? No. I used it before. Am I not sitting here listening to you? Yeah. All right, clean up on aisle 14. <laughs> so you use regular, regular yeast. Okay. So what are you thinking about doing with your next project with yeast? As my stomach oh, growls. yeah. That I've been asking well, for for a long you've time. You've been asking. I'm going to try Krispy Kreme donuts, oh, the copycat recipe. So. Uh, when's Diabetes Awareness Day? That's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm right on the edge, baby. Uh, that's awesome. So uh, I know we were talking a little bit last week, and... Uh, I said I didn't know if we sold mashed potatoes, but we do actually sell a frozen mashed potato. Oh, okay. So, and I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. There is frozen French fries and hash browns and all that. They, I'm, I'm sure most folks are realizing that they're either hit or miss being in stock or out of stock at your local grocery store. Uh, we're having the same problem. I mean, one day you'll walk in and it's full, but then it doesn't come in on the next truck. Right. Um, and I, I'm not going to go hardcore into it, but I do have a little information about it. It, it actually all goes back to last year. Um, according to this Washington Post article I have, let me find it here. Um, there was opportunities with when, when restaurants and stuff were shut down a lot. Like we're talking millions of pounds of potatoes that were being grown for those folks was actually destroyed. Oh, no. Yeah. They, they, they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So that kind of that jacked everything up. Um where is this? I can't find. Oh, there it is. So China, Russia, India, and the United States are the world's top potato producers. Okay. So that kind of makes me a little nervous because there is a little concern with what's going on overseas in Russia, right? Right. So, I mean, I don't know if that's, if they're still growing potatoes while all this is going on. <laughs> Hopefully stuff's happening. Um, but according to this, this Washington Post article, Last year, U.S. farmers had to destroy a glut of millions. So, I don't know how many millions a glut is, but it sounds like it's a lot. Sounds like a lot. Of potatoes after lockdowns and stay-at-home orders led to a steep decline in demand, including from restaurants. They said the U.S. potato crop declined by 2% in 2021. Which wow. Is, I guess 2% doesn't seem like a lot, but it's pretty it's, significant. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and Japan is the United States' largest overseas market for potatoes. They have more than like 3,000 McDonald's in Japan. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. I, I can't imagine getting off the plane in Japan and the first thing you see is a McDonald's. Eh, but, I can. Well, yeah, maybe well, at the airport I get that, but <laughs> yeah. you know, if I'm walking downtown Tokyo, you know, you got all this Japanese cuisine, legit Japanese cuisine, right. you choose going to a McDonald's. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I would. Let's be real. Maybe maybe their Big Macs and Quarter Pounders are bigger over there. <laughs> um, one little thing in the article was that they, uh, they actually had to limit the size of the French fries. If they had them, all they would sell would be the small oh, size. Oh, wow. So that, that, okay. That's not good mojo. Um, so that, that that's why we're having issues with frozen potatoes. And I would read a, an article a while back, something about like when we were – we were trying to build up our food supply here at the house for natural disasters or right. whatever. 
And one of the articles was be on the lookout for shortages of frozen potatoes being a harbinger of doom. Or is it harbinger? Harbinger? That's, I believe that's right. It's a bad sign <laughs> when you run out of uh, frozen potatoes at the market because they said that means the crop is, is behind. So I would imagine they're keeping fresh potatoes. We're not having a hard time getting those on the shelf. No. So they're... They're probably trying to find a, a balance between keeping the fresh stuff and trying to build up the stockpile of frozen. So yeah, I always grab a bag or two whenever I see them in stock. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of a big deal right now. I mean, I know the other day I was ordering. You know, normally, the system would order like two cases, and I was trying to bring in four cases just to have, and we didn't have it at the distribution center. So it's like I can order all I want. <laughs> if they don't have it there, I ain't getting it. So it was a fairly busy week at work, and. Uh, I know one day last week, I can't remember what day it was, Thursday or Friday. It's probably Thursday. I was working one of the aisles that has predominantly canned goods on it, right? And let's be real. I'm a I'm an experienced quote unquote retail ranger, meaning I've got a lot of age on my back. And I was working all the freight for that one aisle, and at one point my back literally said, "Dude, stop." <laughs> it has never done that. I know. I, know I mean, feeling. I've gotten tired and I've hurting and I'm like, all right, well, I got to quit here. But my back decided before I was ready this time. And that was kind of a whoo, scary moment. But one cool thing that really happened, excuse me, happened was a gentleman walked by as I was uh, putting up the fruit or the canned vegetables. And he said, hey, man, he goes, I just want you to know that I really appreciate what you guys are doing or, and what you guys did to help get us the community through this hard time. Aww. Yeah. Man, that means so much when you hear something I can't like tell that. you. And I said, you know what? Hey, I really appreciate you acknowledging that. I said, I, we, we've tried our dangdest. And I, I told him I appreciated his support for sticking with us. Through yeah, that. exactly. I mean, obviously, my conditions haven't been great from time to time for stretches at some time. But it was just really heartwarming and, and made it less painful on the back. Well, I guess my back hurt still, but, <laughs> but my brain just felt better. Yeah. And it was kind of a rough week, so it was great to end it on that note. And I know everybody has been so frustrated through this whole thing and you hear so much negative and when you know even if just one person you know kind of makes you smile whether it's you know just acknowledging you saying how are you doing a smile whatever yeah it it does make such a difference it does and um, it carries over too so like obviously we're retail rangers We, we we shop at other places too and I'm not trying to do a public service announcement here, <laughs> but be kind to people, man. Seriously, we're all just trying to do the best job we can. I mean, if you have a, a person that's an absolute jerk to you personally, that's a whole different ball game. But I'll give you an example. I stopped into the uh, local convenience store here to get my Monster Ice beverage. Mm-hmm. Monster.com. No, uh, um, I, no, actually, that's a job site place. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Anyways, I like me some Monster ice the zero sugar yeah um and and as i was going through at the register my phone rang and it was my buddy and i looked and i'm like oh man i'm at the register so i I hit ignore and put the phone back in my pocket and i actually apologized to the the cashier there and uh i said i I didn't mean to be rude and you know she was like oh no no worries blah blah blah. but you just think about that i mean how many times have people gone through a cash register and they're talking on the phone to somebody uh, that just makes the, the associate on the other side just feel like an absolute. I, I know I kind of had the same experience. I had to answer the phone. Yeah. Um, it was actually a couple of weeks ago when you're going through the line. Yes. And 
hardly ever get phone calls, but right. it always happens at the weirdest time. Of course. And I got off pretty quick, and yeah. I, I, I apologized too. She's like, you know, no problem. But it's really bad when they're on the phone the whole time you're checking yeah. them out. Yeah, I agree. And, and I'm just going to put a plug in for retail rangers. I mean, seriously, just keep in mind, folks, we do not set the prices of our stores. So when you come through and you say, oh, man, prices are going up or that that really just hurts us like psychologically i mean we literally have zero control over the pricing we don't and and unfortunately that's that's a cost of doing business as supplies and costs go up labor costs go up unfortunately the customer is the one that ends up paying for it ultimately and but, we're customers too well that's you know, what i'm we saying we don't yeah. like it any better than anybody else yeah like the girl that actually hangs up the tags when she's doing the price changes she'll come up to me and she'll go oh my goodness this went up a buck and, you know, that, that, that's something we buy. Yeah. So it impacts us, too. It's not like we get free groceries. Or we're getting the difference of what the price yeah. went up. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a penny profit business, folks. Just All I'm asking is just to be nice to folks in general. I mean, because I always say I don't go to your job and be a jerk unless you're being a jerk to me. But And, and obviously, if somebody is being a jerk personally, that's one whole different situation. <laughs> yeah. But just be kind. I mean, it's been tough on us. I'm not, I'm not trying to get sympathy no. But it has been a rough couple of years for for the retail folks. I mean, we were essential. Um, keep that in mind going <laughs> forward. We're still kind of essential. So speaking of civility, I'm going to kind of go on a weird tangent here. So I had, or we had a cat named Neo. He, he made it with us for like 18 years, and we unfortunately had to send him off um, to a happy place couple years ago right yeah so sad devastating right he was the coolest cat he was named after neo from the movie the matrix right yeah so last july we were going through some hard times on the personal level as a fam and out of the blue this little cat appeared in my parking lot and and i I know i've mentioned this on the podcast before but for you new listeners especially the ones that follow on instagram or whatever that is (laughs) this little cat was meowing and i look and he looked just like neo so of course, we, we brought him home and we named him Morpheus, so that ties in with, with the Matrix. Well, we've had several cats, even after, or while Neo was still around, we had several cats. And they all passed on for whatever reason. Um, but Neo was famous for his hunting skills. Oh, yes. We lived at a place that had some like major woods behind it and farmland. And that cat would bring us tributes almost every day. And I'm not going to go super graphic here, but... He spatchcocked a rabbit. <laughs> and if you don't know what spatchcocking is, look it up. Um, it's like when you take a chicken and you cut it in half and you just spread it out and you yeah. cook it that way. So he left us a rabbit. Without the head, mind uh, you. A headless rabbit. I mean, I guess he was preparing it. Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> y'all just throw it on the grill. You're good. Because there were no guts or nothing in it. It was cleaned. I mean, there was still fur on the outside of it, but... That was a lot nicer to him after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we knew that cat had potential. No, he was our baby. So I'm telling you that to tell you this. So Morpheus made us super proud and scared uh, this past week. Um, all the animals that we've ever had, they've all tried to catch squirrels. Yeah. Every one of them. And unsuccessfully, as far as we know, other than Neo, he had gotten some, I think. Well, anyways, Morpheus, not even a year old son of neo well not really son but uh, he's a reincarnation of neo i swear he is he uh, liz sent me a picture while i was at work the other day and it was morpheus the cat 
eating a squirrel. Uh, he had taken the head off. We assumed he did something with it. He was eating it. He was eating it, and like when Liz kind of walked around the corner, he started growling, right? Yeah. Like he was a zombie eating. Oh, it uh, was horrible. Yeah, it was crazy. But super proud was I <laughs> of what, what he was doing. So it was just kind of cool that like he took over the reins, and he hasn't spatch-cocked a squirrel. Say that three times fast. <laughs> um, and left it on the porch. But our other cat, Punky, is the vole hunter she i know last year she literally had a burial ground beside the porch that had at 1.6 I yeah think, it was crazy six vole carcasses or carcai <laughs> i don't know what it is and she brought a lot of them to the of course war. she did she's proud <laughs> and i get that but it was just really cool that morpheus was the the next yeah. generation of the the animal slayer speaking of that i just want one quick rant and then we're going to shut this down but i feel like you know how on your phone when you get a call, you don't know who it is, you can block them. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I'm on the precipice of being over the hump where I've blocked almost every number that exists. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. They're going crazy with these student loan calls now and telling me this, telling me that. Because I answer a couple of them so I can have fun with them. But they, what really ticks me off, and that's the only reason I'm saying this, just get it off my chest so I can move on with my life. But like one will call unknown numbers, spam likely or scam likely, and I'll hit the end button. And two seconds later, the same, like mm-hmm. a, a different number calls, but yes. it's the same people. That is just infuriating. And, and I, I don't know if I should buy a spam blocker. Matter of fact, I think there was a dude that called me. Yeah, he called me and he said uh, that I had called his number. That happened to me too. Yeah, so apparently spoofing is, is what he called it. He said that, and there's some app you can get, but that makes me nervous too. But he said a, the companies buy these numbers, and then it when it, this guy got my call, it said my name on it. Like, hey, let's see who this is. So he calls me, and he goes, hey, did you call me? I was like, I don't know who you are. And he goes, well, it says your name. And I was like, what? And he says, well, yeah, that's probably what happened. It happened to me. It's called spoofing. My God, they're getting creative. If they would put that much focus and energy on coming to work at a full-time job in a grocery store <laughs> than to be scamming people. But then again, they're obviously making money. <sighs> so You feel better? Yeah, well, I guess I'm going to tie into this, <laughs> and this is kind of off the cuff here. But there's been an uptick in scams against grocery stores. Oh, yeah. And, and it, it recently hit my area, like in Virginia mm, here. Yeah. It was going, there was a couple. And... If you're a retail ranger and you're not aware of this, be aware of this. There, there is somebody running around Virginia who is claiming that they had freezer burned cakes. Well, that's been going on for a while. I know, but she she got good. Well, I think it was a dude last time. Uh, yeah. This was a female this time, and she would call up the store and say, hey, I spoke to the manager, and they said I can get a refund on four ice cream cakes. Number one, who buys four ice cream cakes? It's always ice cream cakes. I know. It, well, because they're expensive. Yeah. Um, so that they'll call up and they'll use a call in the evening when your supposed less qualified leadership is in the building, which is wrong. I mean, because you got to have strong people at night anyways if you yeah. want to have a good good day the next day. But they'll call up there and say, hey, I got four freezer burn cakes. And, you know, we're trying to take care of customers. But th- that's just bizarre. Well, it turns out my customer service manager um, caught on to her and said, hey, well, let me call you back. And the lady hung up on her. So that's a good trick to do. Say, hey, let me have your name and number and I'll call you back. Right. That usually freaks them out. Um, But then the lady apparently went to a store half an hour away from me 
And of course, because she had to spend so much money on gas, she said it was six cakes. Oh no. Yeah. It's crazy. So just keep an eye out for that folks. That's one thing. And, and on a personal level, I do want to end on a happy note. Okay. So Liz has been after me for a long time because, uh, Sometimes I tend to think I'm younger than I really am. <laughs> I, I know mentally, yes, but physically, I'm I'm not in a good spot with that, right? Yeah. And uh, so we, I bought a four wheeler last year, an ATV, <laughs> and it, it was predominantly because when I was a kid, like in high school, they came out with these things. They were the Yamaha Blaster. Of course, the ads were amazing. They're just flying around. So I had the opportunity to get opportunity. Listen to me. To, to get a Yamaha Blaster. it's a It was a 2001. So how, what year is this? So it was 21 years old? Yeah. So I bought a 21-year-old four-wheeler. I was going to restore it. I was going to live my best life. <sighs> that thing scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Just driving it around. So t- I put it out on for sale today, and I sold it. And that was quick. I Well, the guy that bought it, and here's the funny thing. So I knew it wasn't just me being <laughs> old. That thing was fast. He, This dude says, hey, I've bought, I've had these before. This one is fast. It that, was fast. He said, there's something done to this thing. I was like, well, my stars and garters, which I, don't, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> me either. But it sounds fun. My stars. Anyways, I took it for a quick spin before he got here. I heard you zipping around out there. Dude, what? you don't even have to be trying to go fast and it goes fast over there. <laughs> that thing's freaking fast. But yeah, it, when I went up to the end of the street and I turned around, I was like, man, th- this could be it. This turn might be the last of the retail ranger. <laughs> and I was going slow. But even if I were to fall off the thing when it was freaking parked. You would be toast. At a standstill, I would be toast. Because <laughs> I remember, all right, quick, quick nugget. I was also a... BMX freestyler when I was a kid, you know, doing all the tricks, jumping around on the bikes and all that. So I kind of Jedi mind tricked Ashley into wanting one of these, our youngest daughter when, I don't know, this was probably 10 years ago. And I, I convinced her she needed a boy's BMX freestyle bike. (laughs) Why did we need that for me? Yep. So I get, we get at home and I'm, I'm showing her how to do the, the hop. Like they had pegs on the back wheels Mm -hmm. And I was standing on those, and I lifted the front wheel up, and I'm hopping up and down in the driveway, <laughs> gravel driveway, mind you, to impress my daughter. Look what your dad used to be able to do. And wouldn't you know it, the brake released. And who flips over on his back oh. onto the gravel? This guy. I also have a skateboard still in my shed That's I don't think I can sell. I probably just need to let it go. No, just use it for decoration. Oh, it's it's actually a shelf. I okay. use it. It's a shelf oh, in right. my shed. But... I guess the, the moral of the story is know your limitations. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to sound fuddy-duddy, but seriously, it, it takes a long time for a bruise to heal. Especially in your line of work. Yeah. I mean, I, well, number one, I got to be at work. And well, I told you yesterday we were moving that um, fixture and it ran over my toe. Yeah. And I thought it, it felt wet. I, I was afraid to take off my shoe. I yeah. thought I was going to have a pool of blood. Turns out I just got a bruise. I'm good. But if I had fallen off a four-wheeler... Good Lord. What would I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Oh, I know. I'd be we'd be recording at the hospital, everybody. <laughs> so anyways, that's the pretty much my side of the story for today. What, what else you got there, Liz? You, you good or I think I'm good. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um that oh, wait. What are we having for dinner tonight? A conglomeration of leftovers. So. That's what I'm talking and about. Nothing to be excited about. Uh, 
Well, the fact that I'm eating is exciting. <laughs> so, hey, folks, uh, be sure to check out our Instagram at walkerretailranger.com. Um, don't forget, I'm not in charge of that. Um, I don't know what I'm doing with it. I just like to look at the pretty pictures. Aww. And I like random stuff on there. I'm still figuring that out. Uh, check out retailranger.com or walkerretailranger.com. It's very long, but there's a reason. Uh, could not fix SoundCloud, so that's pretty much gone. But we're on iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Google, my regular website, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we, we are getting a lot of listeners out there, so I do appreciate that. Our, our map is getting redder and redder, yes. like with glowing, so that's kind of exciting. Appreciate the inspiration there. And, uh, and that's it. I guess we'll catch you on the flip side, everybody. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers, don't forget to check out walkerretailranger.com. Could be how you found this podcast, but there's an About Us uh, link on there that you can ask questions or submit some topics for future podcasts if you'd like. Um, I'm pretty new to this building a website thing. I'm kind of learning as I go. I'm a retail ranger, not an IT guy, um, but so far the analytics are showing that I'm pretty big in Belgium. Just saying. WalkerRetailRanger.com Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.